We are joined by training superstar coming off a massive week, uh, Michael Costa, a local. How are you, Michael? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. Well, we'll start with the Grafton Cup, won't we? Um, well, big week in Grafton. How many horses did you have over the four days? And do you remember how many of them won? I think we ended up having 10 runners for five winners, I think it was. So that's, uh, oh, good. that's right. Oh, yeah. Tough. yeah, tough life. And well, Sal was going to actually bake you a cake with the amount of rides that Andrew's been been having for the team. Um, I couldn't do that. It'll let him know that we have food in our house. <laughs> They're not meant to have food. Uh, well, we'll stay on the cup, I guess. Um, you nearly did the big double. Fobador beating a lip. It well, a little bit, but it was a, a an extraordinary run, sort of wide. Tell us, sort of, he had a little break. Was there, was there an issue there? He's obviously come back well. Yeah, about a year ago to date, he just had a small tendon branch strain and we had to give him a fair time off and it just took a lot of time to, to get him back. He's a big, robust horse. He came back in over, over 600 kilos. So it just took a little bit of time, but he's come back in phenomenal order. And like you said, he was pretty stiff there for the Ramorni. It's been his target this race and never missed the kick in his life, but he missed the kick and <laughs> had to travel wide and do all the hard work. So He's always had a bit of ability, hasn't he, right from the early days, Fobita, So Yeah, he has. He's got a phenomenal record as well. I think he's won five from ten and he yeah. won the, the Rising Star Magic Millions race. So he's always that's been right. a pre- yeah. pretty handy horse. Yeah, that's that class four one, is it? Yeah. On wave day, yeah. yeah. So where to now with Fobita? He's uh, going to look at the missile stakes in Sydney. It's a little bit of an awkward, awkward time of year, but um, we'll just have to watch to see what happens with the COVID restrictions and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and everything like that. But that'll be his next target. You had a bit of luck down there the other day. We've seen too many. Yeah, it was good to go down nice there odds. and uh, yeah. get the get the money. I own her, and she was sixty to one. So <laughs> oh, <beautiful>. Even <laughs> better. It was a it was a good result all round. I, I don't think I've cheered one that that hard in a in a long time. Yeah, no, it was a great result. And we were talking off air. Um, Perfect deal. Um, she's a mare I've always had a lot of time for, but the the win leading into it uh, the week before with, I think it was 62 kilos, yeah. obviously a weaker race, but I mean, she was dominant. The riding was put on the wall and gee, she was brave late in the cup. Yeah, she was. She won really well first up in the prep and then she went to Eagle Farm and pulled up with a hoof abscess and she couldn't walk the next couple of days after that Eagle Farm run. That was the reason for the, for the disappointing performance there. So I was a little bit, uh, she missed a lot of work going into that Grafton run and not many horses can step up from the mile to that, that 2200 and win with that top weight. She's, she's only 450 kilos. So she's a real mighty mouse, Yeah, but uh, it was extremely tough and she won with uh, plenty in hand. So for those out there, not right into their racing and don't realize, so would you, cause she couldn't get that work done. Was it a game plan to go to that race all along or you used that race, you changed plan and went there to sort of get that extra fitness into her? It was a change of plan. She was originally booked to go to the Ipswich Cup and, and missing yeah, that. Right. So we had to pivot and go to the Grafton race. Wow. Look at that. Even smarter. Oh, I was going to say the hoof hubs has obviously got reported to the stewards after the race. Right? Being, <laughs> yeah. a, being an ex-steward yourself, you would have notified them of that. It did with a, with a few um, nasty words as well about being a bit disappointed about uh, the Eagle Farm track. Yeah, okay. And, <laughs> and, that's, and that's where we... You mentioned uh, the stewards there. You obviously, you lived in Grafton, um, so it would mean that extra little bit, I'd say, to win the cup in a place where you used to live. Yeah, I did. I lived in Grafton for just over, over a year and a half and got to know the cup and the, the club extremely well and just how much the cup meant to yeah. that, uh, that community and, yeah. and just had a, a fascination with the whole, whole cup and the, the race week. It's, uh, it's a phenomenal cup and one of the biggest country cups in the country, so... I've always wanted to win a Group 1, but if I wasn't going to win a Group 1, it had to be the Grafton <laughs> Cup. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what, they do a phenomenal job down there, don't they? Four race meetings over the space of a week. Gosh. 
and um, couldn't see any issues with the track. Oh, the track, the track yeah. looked amazing on the on TV. And they, don't forget, on the Sunday they raced on a heavy yeah, nine. I think it was. Yeah, they had a lot of rain that week. As they well. did a great job, and it was still playing fair the last day. Yeah, that's yeah. right. No, I can't believe it. Um, another thing, uh, what else we got? <sighs> Some stats. I love a stat, Brownie. You know that, <laughs> Sal. Um, in the last six months, uh, Mr. Costas got 32 winners from 105. We'll round that up to 31%. For the punters out there, if you're level staking, um, say 100 a horse, 51% profit on turnover. One for you, Sal. Andrew's had 10 of those rides. How many winners has he got? Oh, I'm wanting to say six of yes. them. There yeah, we go. 10 rides for the cost of sale for six wins. And so. counts every dollar that comes into the bank yeah, account. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you should have cooked that cake. <laughs> Um, mate, that's phenomenal. You've got to be happy with that. Yeah, it's, it's, it is fantastic. Uh, I think the stables are definitely an outlier in the industry considering what sort of, uh, quality of stock we've got and where we're at. Yeah. Uh, we're still growing and, uh, still building. And we, you look at all the, the Grafton winners and, and the majority of those winners, they're all cheap horses. Perfect deal was 16,000. Yeah. Uh, the catch, he was 10,000. Uh, modern number one was a $31,000 tridos purchase. So they're all... They're all cheap, relatively cheap and value yeah. horses, and um, we're, we're getting them to the races and, and running well. The key is just to run them when they're well. Yep. And I, I, do you have targets? Like I asked jockeys, do you, do you have a number you aim for, or do you have like, you know, like I said, you're striking at 31%. Do you have that, or do you just do you just think, we'll just do the best with what we've got? Yeah, you just got to do the best with what you've got, and our focus is just continue to add value to the clients, and if you fo- focus on that and turn out the horse the best way you can, that's all you can focus on. You can't... Uh, can't really con- control your stats, so you've just got to focus on the things you can uh, can control. Yeah. I think most trainers will say the key is just to placing them right, and I think that's something that Michael does unbelievably yeah. well. Yeah, really. Recognises the quality of the horse yeah. and places them accordingly. Yeah, and that's that's what leads to the results. Yeah, yeah. Pro- probably one last thing is the jockeys as well. We only um, we spoke about it the other yeah. day. We only use a couple of key jockeys, and um, we a lot of trust in them and uh, that's hopefully where we get the results. Yeah, it, re- it really does seem that, and as I mentioned, yeah, it just least that bit of stability. It just seems like you know how they ride. Like obviously Andrew does a lot now as well as Jag and that last, the last couple of months especially have just been, yeah, just yeah, churning out the winners. Really good momentum. And you've also got Mark Morrison on board and you yeah. two make a really great team as well. Yeah, good. It's it's when you're running a business, it's hard to find someone as motivated yeah. as you are, and he's uh, he's extremely hungry, and uh, all the team down the line as well. We're all we're all there. We've got a relatively young team, but they're hungry and and, yeah. and want to get results. Just on that, you've got about 40, 45 horses in work at the moment at Train Tech. Yeah, we've got forty four. So we're we're hoping to build and get to that sixty next year and just continue to build from there. Yeah, he's been very patient with the, the turf club over the last couple of years. We've been trying to get in those new stables yeah, at Train Tech. Some room <laughs> um, <laughs> that that's as we've discussed on the show before, that's uh that's those plans are certainly still underway and yep. we hope that within the next six to twelve months we can we can give you a new U Beach facility to invite all the owners over and sell some more horses through. Yeah, we look forward to it. We great. Even more winners coming there. Um have you got a favourite type of horse to train? Do you sprinters, milers, stayers? Is is this one that you favour or not really? Not really. I think there's a, there's a little bit more to training a stayer, so yep. it's a, a little bit more enjoyable to to kick off a plan and and go through a preparation, especially something like the Perfect Deal campaign. Yeah, oh, she's still one of my favourites. Well, just to, if you can explain to listeners why is that with a stayer, they just require a longer preparation, and I'm assuming it's more work on a daily basis. 
Yeah, it is. There's a little bit more to it, but then every horse is different as well. A horse like Seen to Many, she gets over a little bit of ground, but we don't work her. But I think there's just a little bit more uh, planning and uh, and workouts rather than the, the sprinters. You can just sort of keep fresh and uh, it's pretty simple. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Favourite part of training on the Gold Coast? Uh, the Gold Coast, yeah. <laughs> uh, I certainly don't miss Sydney whatsoever. It's uh, centrally based. Uh, the weather's great. Uh, great to place the horses, which has been a key factor to our success. So uh, I think all of the, the above there. I, I'd never forget, I think it might have been, been 18 months ago I was talking to you. It might have been the wards night or something. And and I think you said, why not Why not live where everyone wants to holiday? And, that's it. That's and, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that should be the catch cry for the yeah. club, Brownie. That's exactly that's right. What and we that's what did. And that's well, and that's we what we came pro- up here. Yeah, Sally and Andrew moved up yeah. here on that yeah. basis. Um, and yeah. it's it's worked out for a lot of people. I know a lot of people have come up from down south and they just love the lifestyle up here. And that's why we promote it as the perfect place to train, race, play. Yeah. And on that note, Michael, um, we often ask our, ask our guests who um, one trainer you could give a horse to, a jockey who you get to ride, and a, a venue, a racetrack around Australia or the world that you'd like to get to one day. Um, who are your choices? Uh, train, I'd say pass, I'd probably say Guy Walter yeah. and current yeah. David Van Dyke. I okay. think David's yeah. extremely good at um, probably doing a couple of the basics that we do, placing him well and, and knowing his horses extremely mm. well. Uh, venue, I'd have to say the Cox Plate, uh, Mooney Valley. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like to have a winner on Cox Plate, Dave, wouldn't you, hey? Yeah. And who'd write, who'd write it? J-Mac. J-Mac, yeah, J-Mac. good call. Best in the business. Yeah, and bef- before we go, we're not far off leaving. Uh, we'll plug your social media. You do it very well. What is it? Instagram, Twitter, and well, Facebook? Everything. All of them? Yeah, the whole everything. lot? Just Michael Costa Racing? That's the one. Um, and actually, my job's to find winners. And one horse I've been banging on about, Brownie, Sal, for a long time, more than number one. We finally got to see it run at Grafton and absolutely bolted in. How many in a row is it going to win? That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to say <laughs> when's it going to win. Goal. How many in a row? <laughs> Uh, depends how many good rides we get. Like, uh, <laughs> it was a phenomenal ride and a very patient ride, but I was full of confidence in, in the horse. He's been a, looks to be a very good buy for that 31,000, and especially once we get him over to that middle distance as well. But more than likely, he'll head to a Class 3 plate at Durban in uh, two and a half weeks. Time. All right, prize money there, plus that one, they've got their money back straight away because yeah. it will be winning. Um, mate, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's, al- it's always a pleasure and glad to uh, have you on the Gold Coast at the Turf Club. Thanks for having me.